0: Hello and welcome to the Weekly Reel Podcast. My name is Ken. And my name is Jeremy. And this week we will be covering the final theatrical release of the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Phase 4 with Black Panther. Wakanda forever! I gotta do it! (laughs) (laughs) Didn't expect that. (laughs) Scared me. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, man. But you know what? That was intentional. Uh, But you know what? Before we get into the movie, because I feel like there's a lot to unpack in this uh, two hour and 41 minute epic uh, from the MCU. Before we do that, um, you know what? Let's welcome AJ back to the pod. Welcome back, Nephew AJ.
1: What's
2: going on, guys?
1: It's been a minute. It has. It has.
2: We haven't seen you since the other times that we've seen you. Like, if you guys don't remember, AJ is a veteran of the pod. He's been on our Eternals episode, our Endgame slash uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, the MCU episode, and most recently, Top Gun Maverick, which he gave the first ever uh, 3,000 out of 3,000 for our I Love You 3,000 award. So... How do you? I think you're still the only one, right, Ken?
0: I believe so. And you know what? I don't think it's not warranted. I feel like that was right around how I think I might (laughs) have wanted to. I was too chicken shit to give it a three thousand. Is it?
2: Is it still three thousand, AJ? It's like over nine thousand
0: right now. Nine thousand. Oh (laughs) shit!
2: There you go. All right, Napa. All
0: right. oh but i understood that reference yeah (laughs) oh (laughs) man well aj again welcome back to the pod Uh, it's always good to have you and uh it's always just nice to bring back i i didn't want to do it no i'm not gonna do it you knew where i was gonna go right
2: oh no family ah there,
0: there we go again back to the <laughs> he did it again i you because you didn't understand <laughs> what i was trying to say i thought you were gonna get it and you were like oh yeah don't say it darn I but should've. you may. it this is your fault jeremy
2: anyway well, <laughs> i'm on aj's time right now that like is... three
0: three hours ahead right now oh man yeah we're recording this about oh, hit midnight. yeah we're recording this uh eastern uh midnight eastern on a well technically now for aj friday morning holy crap uh, but Good morning, guys. Yeah, good morning. Good morning, Vietnam. But... We just jumped across a lot of franchises in the past. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we are movie podcasts, after all. <laughs> right. Speaking of movie franchises, though, um, you know what, Jer- uh, AJ? You know, things have changed just a little bit since the last time you were here in Season 4 for Top Gun Maverick. So much so that we've changed our ritual. We have a Ritual 2.0 now, and... Uh, Our Ritual 2.0 for this episode will be on the John Wick Chapter 4 trailer. Yes, the TV guy has another movie topic. Dude, it's literally like Freaky Friday. By the way, Freaky Friday may come back. That's another topic for another day. Anyway, Jeremy, (laughs) last week we, uh, well, I think the world, ended up watching the newly released John Wick Chapter 4 uh, trailer and i guess before we get into my question for the ritual 2.0 um did you guys have any thoughts on it aj since you're a guest do you have any general thoughts on the john wick chapter four trailer
1: uh john wick can't wait for another one <laughs> can't wait for another you know more memes i thought you were gonna go whoa more I was n- like, wrong
0: wrong movie franchise <laughs> it's more well, like uh, no
1: yeah. i'm excited for it i always enjoyed watching john wick but uh yeah nonstop action what's wrong with that
3: mm.
0: right uh was there anything from the trailer that immediately caught your eye donnie yen yeah That's, there you go. i was like donnie The it man he's back
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> like no
0: way with john wick
2: dream come true Uh, that's pretty crazy
1: what
0: do you think of the donnie yen uh appearance in the trailer uh jeremy
2: dude i feel like donnie yen should have appeared sooner (laughs) you know what i mean Mm. because these guys are getting up in age i would i would have thought that donnie yen would have showed up in maybe like two or three so Mm. for it to be four now yeah it's i mean better late than never i think yeah i'm excited for it
0: Oh, I know. Especially with that, uh, I guess, that closing shot of, I guess, them fighting and it looked like he was wearing sunglasses. Was he, was I imagining things or did it seem like he was kind of blind at the end?
2: (laughs) He's pulling Star Wars again? (laughs) Yeah,
0: I know. He was pulling a Rogue One. (laughs) I am one with the Force and the Force is with me. me. (laughs) I don't Uh, think he was blind in this, right? I don't think That'd so. That'd be crazy. But it didn't seem like he was like, had, you know, like, you know, when you're fighting someone, you got all eyes on your your target. It just seemed like he was doing some pretty cool, I don't know, choreographed stuff. He's hmm. doing Donnie things. Yeah. Um. Well, you know what? Let's get into the, the actual question, only because well, this is now John Wick chapter 4, and Actually, Lionsgate, I was reading, has already confirmed that there will be a John Wick Chapter 5. Spoiler alert. So John Wick won't die, and you would not think. I'm just kidding. Uh, but there is a John Wick Chapter 5 confirmed, as well as a couple of spin-offs: The Continental and Ballerina. So I wanted to ask you both, and Jeremy, we'll start with you this time. How many John Wick movies do you think we will ultimately get for the main story? Uh, in terms of the John Wick series
2: i would probably say at most six Mm. i feel like keanu probably should do like as much as i love john wick i love john wick but it's i don't know where where else you can go after the six movies because even with number three it started to get a little too much maybe like it was starting to do this weird uh, world building stuff that was getting a little too complicated Uh, For its own good. Uh, I'm hoping four kind of brings us back to like John Wick 2 type of scope. Like one, you know, very tight, simple movie. But two, I feel like was big enough for the type of movie it is. So I feel like six would be the perfect number. Like I wouldn't even blame them if they ended it at five.
3: Mm.
0: Okay. AJ, do you agree with Jeremy or... You thinking it would be at five or a different number
1: I think it will be more at five because like what you said there's a lot or they're planning on the spin-offs I'm actually excited for Ballerina because on Anna, is my celebrity crush if you're
0: listening to this hi <laughs> yeah, AJ yeah, she is watching AJ it. is single <laughs> I think huh? I think we could keep it that way <laughs>
2: <laughs> for the sake of the pod. And just for
1: the
0: sake of honor. <laughs> but well, yeah, we'll, but no, we'll, we'll um, put his contact info <laughs> on the episode notes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know where to find me?
3: <laughs> oh,
1: shoot. But uh, no, I thought it would be more at f- uh, five. Honestly, I thought it was going to be at four because it's starting. I love John Wick, but it's starting to be like, okay, there's, a, there's another one. There's another one. And another one. Like uh, Oprah, you get another one, you get another one, you get this one, but um, it's gonna get uh, to the point even if they do like six or seven that that'll be a lot. everybody's gonna be like, all right, I think that's uh that's a lot, <laughs> but uh I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the ride.
0: Bobon comes back as a zombie in in the seventh one, <laughs>
2: yeah <I
3: don't> <laughs> <laughs> oh man he's gonna
2: uh- fight Ethan Hunt.
0: I don't know. <laughs> oh! That's
3: Have the
2: crossover
0: need. event that I was. I didn't know that I needed. Or maybe Jason Bourne.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I would want to see Tom Cruise running away from John Wick. Oh, my God. Shooting him. <laughs> but
0: he's too fast for John Wick's bullets. <laughs> That's too good. I tend to agree with, uh, with Jeremy. Again, I think we're just hanging out way too much. I, I think six is a nice even number it then will be like kind of like a double trilogy even though really it's just you know a a sixth chapter to it i feel like they'll see um how well chapter four does i think it'll do big numbers just because it has that cult following with i guess folks like me who just like guns and just straight up really good action and That's it. (laughs) And and especially now with Donnie Yen uh, introduced uh, to the story and just, I don't know, I feel like it just adds another dimension. Plus you get uh, Pennywise in this whole thing and you don't really know how he's going to be introduced and everything. And so that kind of adds that little added dimension. Plus uh, the guy from uh mortal i don't know why i said mortal Kombat, even though he's known for for mortal the last samurai the last samurai thank you oh
2: yeah yeah
3: (laughs) i I always forget his name
0: um bullet uh sonata yeah i believe
1: i I could be butchering that and then most recently bullet train bullet Mm -hmm. train yes
2: but yeah, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, wonder do
1: I saw
3: Mortal
2: Kombat? Because <laughs> we have an episode Ken, which you can listen to on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.
0: You know, right Thank now, you. if you want. Thank you to. for the shameless plug that I was <laughs> hoping that you would pick up on.
3: <laughs>
0: oh shoot! But yeah, I I I just think it it's something that I don't think I'll ever get tired of. Just because I don't know, it's it's. I feel like Keanu will never age. He's just I don't know, drinking whatever Fountain of Youth thing that Tom Cruise is drinking from. I don't know. He's just Keanu. Dude, he still looks the same. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kind of curious how, like, from beginning to end of, obviously, the first John Wick to whenever we get that um, last movie, John Wick. like, how much time will actually pass in within that story? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like... It's like two months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because <what> <laughs> I feel like it's only been like a couple of weeks.
2: <laughs> yeah, because I like I think the most time that has passed was in the third one where he was like traveling a bit more.
0: Yeah. But other than that, yeah, it could be like a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, I I honestly can't wait until the continental Continental comes out just because obviously it's a prequel and it's a more of a TV show and. I feel like he can really do a lot of world building there um are you guys looking for i, I know um a j mentioned ballerina for <clears throat> primal reasons, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you looking forward to any other spin offs or do you have any other ideas for potential spin offs
2: i man that's tough because I think the Continental is the perfect way to. I don't know if I would choose a specific character that we've already been introduced to. I think, <laughs> but. Um, D H. Because uh, I would Ian have said mixing. Willem Dafoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah D <Ian> H. <laughs> that would be weird. That would be. Um, weird. but yeah, I think the Continental. I don't know. Is it still? Is it still happening? Because I thought it might not have been.
0: Uh, I think it's still happening um okay i i I could be wrong but yeah it's i it it appeared on one of the uh the articles that i did read so Mm -hmm.
3: if i had to choose one though
2: to survive i would go with ballerina
0: is Is ballerina more of a movie i don't even know i think i believe it is i think so okay yeah for the same reasons that aj is looking forward to
2: no, I think sh- yeah for various reasons <laughs> that I guess and a lot like I think just story wise I would like it to not just focus on like the continental but like a specific character mm. in that universe. Mm. That's why. Mm.
1: Yeah, I'm there for the plot.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Well said, AJ. <laughs> I believe that was very convincing. <laughs> oh man, well you know what? Obviously, we just got through our. Brand new Ritual, Ritual 2.0. And I just do want to mention that we still have not stopped doing our OG Ritual. Uh, videos are coming, I promise, for me. Uh, it's just been really busy with, with work and everything else and editing our TikToks and video, uh Mainly Reels, I should say. Uh, but, Jeremy, where have we relocated our OG Ritual?
2: Our OG Ritual is going to be on TikTok, which is at Weekly Reel Pod. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm slacking a bit on my original ritual just because the only thing I've been watching is the movies that we talk about here in yeah. Smallville, so I don't want it to become a Smallville TikTok. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure to watch more stuff. I know. So, I,
0: I, I've been guilty of that too, and so I, I think this will force me to watch more stuff too.
2: Unless you want me to talk Smallville,
0: <laughs> then I will. Maybe, maybe, maybe one TikTok, perhaps, maybe. right, AJ? <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe maybe
0: oh man well we also have in instagram right jeremy
2: yeah it's at weekly reel that's where the reels are going to come out as long as well as recasts of our like main podcast here so you can actually see our faces and uh comment down below on those to you know talk with us we'll we'll be there
3: right
0: and oh by the way for the og rituals on tiktok it's at weekly Real pod just want to make sure that
3: mm-hmm.
0: we make that distinction. So, guys, let's get right into it. This week, the people of Wakanda mourned the loss of their king and protector, King T'Challa. Well, did the passing of the Wakandan mark leave the grieving nation open to attacks from the surface world? Or even perhaps a world below the surface? We'll find out in the follow-up to the huge 2018 box office hit, Ryan Coogler's Black Panther, Wakanda forever. I don't know. <laughs> not as much okay. gusto as the beginning. <laughs> but Just guys, this is your spoiler warning. Uh, we are going to be talking about specific uh, in-depth spoilers from here on out. So if you do not want to get spoiled, hit the pause button right now. Go out in theaters because it's only out in theaters. Enjoy okay. the two hour and 41 minute epic and then come back, hit play, and join in on the conversation. And so, guys, let's jump right into the double feature uh, for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And so just as a reminder, I have a question prepared that none of these guys know what I'm going to ask. Jeremy also has a question for both AJ and I. And so for my half of the double feature, I mean, just to make sure that we do speak about the Namor, I wanted to actually take this time to actually bring him up. So, guys, where do you have Namor in the hierarchy of MCU villains? Uh, Jeremy, let's start with you.
2: Oh, man, that's hard. Okay. I wouldn't put him above, like, just to kind of walk you through my thought process, because I thought of this briefly, I guess besides Oops. just now. Uh I wouldn't put him above Thanos or Killmonger or Wenwu. But or like Green Goblin. That's probably like top 5 or something like that. I feel that. like
0: Green Goblin is kind of cheating. He's not really huh. an MCU villain, <laughs> <laughs> you know, know is, what I mean? I, he
2: is I he, I consider
0: him <sighs> you know. Yeah. Okay. Cause Officially he, yes. You're you're right.
2: Yeah. I wouldn't consider, like, the Lizard or Doc Ock an MCU villain. You know what I mean? But Green Goblin, he was more of, like, a villain mainstay in No Way Home. Do you still consider Loki a villain? Man, that's a good question. I don't. I say no. Mm. I think, like, I remember watching the first Thor and thinking, like, this guy's not a bad guy. So... Uh, I, I actually liked him more than Thor in
0: the first Thor movie. I don't think that's a hot take, right, EJ? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> did you like Thor <laughs> better <he> than... <laughs> Do you remember Thor, the first know. Thor?
3: It's, it's been a more. while.
2: <laughs> I would probably put um, Namor probably around 10 or something. Like, I honestly don't... I feel like... There's a huge gap between, like, five and six or something like that, clearly. Because I wouldn't put... He's better than Gore the God Butcher. Okay. Like, a, as of recent ones. Better than... uh About Scarlet Draykov, Witch? I guess. What are you saying? Scarlet, Scarlet Witch? Scarlet Witch. Ooh, Scarlet I like Scarlet Witch
0: more Ooh. from uh, Multiverse of Madness. I actually like her as a villain. Is she now, like, around five, six... Ish? Yeah, probably.
3: Okay.
2: Thinking about it, yeah. Actually, like, some people did, didn't like that she turned bad, but I wanted her to turn bad just because it's been there yeah. for a while. Right. Okay. So I would probably say high or, like, 8, 9-ish. Yeah, t- somewhere, like, closer to 10 probably,
0: though. Okay. AJ, uh, where would you have uh, Namor?
1: Um... Definitely top five. Woo! Top five.
0: Like, I mean, and is he all, the five or more? A little higher. Top three. Oh five. wow! Ooh.
1: Okay, it's like fluctuating. It's fluctuating. Okay, who's
0: your top three then?
1: Thanos for sure. Okay, and then second one, Killmonger.
3: Hmm,
2: that's good. So you
1: have
3: I mean, Namor just the
0: thing over Woo?
2: Yeah. So he's, not Cause he's he's
1: got me doing this now, doing the.
2: Token. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, is that a clam that that he's doing? It's like he's gonna, just because he's underwater, you know. Or is it like I'm baby like, shark? Whatever it is, it's Mama
1: pretty shark? fire. It's pretty fire.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I know. I was doing that. Hi. Hello. Man. Hello.
1: <laughs> no. Well, with the more. Like I was actually like watching it, and I'm just like, Oh, this is actually kind of scary how they sneak up on people and mind controlling them with their singing, oh yeah, like, that's, that's freaky, just, just that that was pretty- that funny. was really eerie, and I loved it mm-hmm. I did not expect that at all actually what, what did you
0: what did and you think of his uh origin story?
1: I liked it it's it's understandable mm-hmm. it was kind of like similar to uh, kind of like some similar to Killmongers, in a way, and then just going about it uh, in a in a bad way. But I, it was very understandable, when the, when that was being shown in the movie, I was like, "Wow, that's a pretty good, pretty good story." Because I mean, the MCU usually kind of falls short with villain villain wise, in my opinion. Um, then I did I've always thought that that was like the kind of weakest part about mm-hmm. the MCU is the villains.
0: I don't think that's a hot take either.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't think so. But I'm just saying his his spot on my list is fluctuating because we know who's coming next.
0: He who remains. In Ant-Man
2: the Wasp? <laughs> we'll,
1: see, we'll see, we'll see. But I don't know. I also like how he Euro uh his way into uh, destroying the That was pretty good. The Wakandan. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, he did a Euro step."
0: In the air, too. That's pretty cool.
2: <laughs> yeah. Take that, Michael Jordan.
0: Take that, yeah, Monty Jordan. Ma- Michael B.
2: Jordan. <laughs>
0: Spoiler alert for later. You don't see Thanos doing that. Uh-uh. Nope. Um, to answer my own question, wait, where did you have them? Um, top 10, uh, Jeremy? Like more yeah. towards the See now I'm thinking like I liked Zemo
2: more also I'm like I'm pushing him like further and further back but probably I'll I'll sit do a safe ten.
0: Okay, Zemo from Civil War.
2: Uh yeah, still not Zemo
0: from <laughs> that from Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
2: Hey, I still like Zemo and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, the, he has the moves. The moves. <laughs> no, that's the all-time best villain
3: and yeah
2: it's she... like if you included his dance moves he would be number one
0: But i'm just including civil war so so behind <laughs> uh uh what was it uh the flag smash oh, what was the main lady <laughs> um i forgot uh, carly carly um, uh, morgan there you, there you go. go thank you yeah Like yeah. clearly I a memorable villain <laughs> 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 oh man well okay I know he's a good guy now, but do you consider Winter Soldier? I, I'm t- and I'm talking about I I want to say he's, it's still our favorite, Jeremy. Yeah, it is. He's up there, right? Winter Soldier. I wouldn't As consider him a villain. I
2: I don't I don't even because I knew he was Bucky ever since like he came out. So it's like, but the fact I would consider the villain of that movie more Alexander Pierce.
0: I was. I was so glad that I wasn't really into, like, hardcore MCU yet because I was <laughs> completely shocked that it was Bucky. So I wasn't really following it that closely back then. I was like, oh, my okay. God, it's Bucky. I did not see yeah. that coming. <laughs> I think that's why um, I hit hard.
2: Dang, I wish I had that. Yeah, I know. Hey,
0: you know what? Let, I feel like when we're talking about villains, I feel like we should have it compartmentalized to If they were a villain at any one of the movies, you know, so mm. like if we talk about Loki, you could talk about specific movies where he was an actual villain. You know what I mean? I guess to make it easier on like, okay, because how we think about it now in the fall of 2022, obviously is not going to be the same as 10 years ago when yeah. he was a uh, straight a villain and probably the best villain at the time, right? I don't know maybe was he the best villain back in 2020 2012 <laughs> he never was <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you yeah i knew you were setting it up actually i actually didn't mind um i really
0: liked iron jeff bridges in the first iron man <sighs> i think that was still my weak part that's the only reason yeah. why i don't have iron <laughs> yeah. man like as high as high up as i should yeah, yeah we talked about that yeah we did talk about that uh okay, finally to to get it to Namor though for me, I think I want to say it's like uh not as high as AJ, not as low as as uh I feel like he's right around that sweet spot of six-ish, seven-ish, just outside the top five. Just because now we do have okay. Scarlet Witch. She's good. I think me and Jeremy have like the same top three. Thanos, killmonger, when uh, Honestly, I don't know who who would be four and five. I would actually have to like look at him. I I would probably say Loki's. If we're if we're using the caveat that you know we're choosing villains from specific movies, Loki's mm-hmm. definitely still in my top five. Zemo's probably up there too, just because he he's not overpowered. He's more of like a just a cunning, smart guy. He was able to get the Avengers to like literally fight against themselves because of their principles and I thought that was brilliant the way it was done in, in Civil War because I did a rewatch of that, that movie
3: recently.
2: You know uh, a villain I keep forgetting that see I keep pushing Namor Morn down is uh, Mysterio. Uh, I, I oh, like knowing yeah. that he was already a villain beforehand watching the movie I was like is he actually going to be a good guy and then him for actually turn out to be a villain again I'm like ah oh, still got me. So. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's, it's that Jake Gyllenhaal charm.
2: It,
1: it is. that That's what it is. Yeah.
0: Because uh, it, obviously uh, Peter Parker was uh, looking to fill that empty void that uh, Tony left behind. And obviously, he'll turn.
2: So good. <laughs> of course.
0: Of course. Of course.
2: All right. My question for the double feature is a little bit more i guess sad because we're gonna go into some sad stuff we know it is um but not too not too sad with this question at the beginning of this movie though because we know what happens shuri picked up the mantle of black panther but let's say you were watching the movie once again you don't really know what's gonna happen we're kind of like in this beginning point where t'challa just died uh, who do you think deserved the chance to become Black Panther, in your opinion? Michael Other B. Jordan, than, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Like you can, um, it doesn't. It could be Shuri. Like who deserved the the most, the highest chance? It could be anyone um, from the movie, pretty much.
0: And I'm also including 2018, so Daniel Kaluuya is uh, eligible too.
2: I mean he's not dead. <laughs> so I guess.
0: Oh man. Uh I again it would have been pretty cool to see what um Mbaku would do. Mm-hmm. But that'll never that would never happen. Um I kind of I was okay, if Shuri wasn't going to be Black Panther, I would have been very curious if Nakia especially with how they set up her uh, to be the one to kind of infiltrate, um, I guess, the what was it, Talokan and mm-hmm. was able to kind of rescue Shuri and, and Riri Williams. I didn't realize she had those type of powers. It was, I thought it was actually surprising. And, and you know, like, again, if, if they limited Shuri to just being like a, you know obviously a, a more elevated uh version of her her character in in Black Panther where she was mainly the the uh, tech i guess the tech person i guess with all the the guy Wakanda. in the chair yeah the guy in the chair <laughs> the guy in the chair <laughs> or uh wait who who was i'm drawing a blank on my uh James Bond uh, who is it it's not M Q Q okay. Q Q the 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 tech guy yeah if Shuri happened to be that was kind of restricted to being that character. It would have been interesting to see uh Nakia kind of go through a similar um storyline and then where she ends up with a synthetic heart-shaped herb where she becomes the one that has the powers just because um I felt like she she was pretty I feel like she was a little underutilized at for much of the movie obviously because, you know, they wanted to maximize the the impact i guess of her appearance later on and i thought that was really well done but i felt like she could have i i feel like she could have um i guess carried the movie at, as well as uh letitia wright did mm-hmm.
2: see i i'll will uh when i get to my point i'll uh okay comment also but aj you go ahead you can go next I really thought that they're going to pull like some change
1: and would throw it at uh, Nakia.
3: Because
1: mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, oh, maybe, what if? What if it wasn't, uh, sure, it would have been Nakia. Because like literally what she's been sneaking in a bunch of countries. She can literally do it herself without needing the Black Panther suit.
3: Hmm.
2: See, I mean, because I, I, th- I thought of Nakia also. I, I didn't expect that because M'Baku was another popular one there, but it was like we knew that wasn't going to happen. I was thinking, what if uh, Queen Ramonda had it for a a little bit, you know, and then later on passed it down, just like, just for this movie. But, uh, which actually I want to bring up a second question real quick. With No Way Home also kind of sharing this sense of loss, uh, being the key, like catalyst to becoming, like oh, finally becoming Spider Man, that we all know. And now, Shuri's like lost her brother, lost her mom. Who do you think is like, in your opinion, who's your favorite hero that has lost the most? <laughs> That's <laughs> it's, it's very dark. Yeah. Oh my it's god, man. Oh. Right, because it, like a lot of these heroes have lost a lot, and when she, when Queen Ramonda died, I was like, "Holy crap! She lost her brother and her mom in the same movie. Mm-hmm. That's a lot."
0: Uh, it, it can't give her a break. I feel like it has to be Shuri, and I I I am trying not to be I'm not try, I'm trying not to have it so that it's recency bias, but I think the top three would be Thor, Peter Parker, mm-hmm. and uh, Shuri. Um, no scarlet witch yeah. oh scarlet witch is a good one too but i feel like her her kids were fake so no yeah, no, Scar- <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> yeah that's not shit yeah that was so harsh and that's my girl you know you, you know i i love me some uh, <laughs> elizabeth olsen um but no i really felt it more watching uh wakanda forever uh Oh, man, but that Peter Parker one was so, oh, man, it, it's, yeah. that's tough. <laughs> it has to be those two. I think Thor is a very close third also. Just a half step because I feel like we never really got, for me, I never felt the, the connection as much with, um, oh, my goodness, Frigga as well as mm. uh, Odin and, he- and all. Heimdall. That. Heimdall, yeah. yeah, even though he like, literally lost everyone. Yeah. And that guy. That <laughs> <In that context. laughs> oh my god i think it's still one of my favorite parts of love and thunder
2: that's debatable i think
0: well oh, that that one part that one part just okay. the, the storytelling uh from yeah from korg <laughs> no comment <laughs> uh aj um uh, did you did you answer James no,
1: I think for me Peter Parker mm. because he was trying to do the right thing by giving the, the his own villains or the, the villains a chance to, to to do good or instead of just like setting it off to die they were he was actually like trying to be nice to them rather than you know but in the process of that he loses his his aunt so I think that would be it's like. It's it's tough. But Shuri is like very, very close. She just lost her brother and her mom in the same movie. And I think like
2: timeline wise, that's like a year.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Kind of?
1: One year.
2: Yeah. About a year. Yeah. See, like what yeah. I like that and what the MCU is doing now is creating heroes that aren't so like black and white recently, especially I know what we like. Phase 4 has had its its ups and downs, but I like what they're at least planning for the future with its heroes. There's, like, villains aren't exactly all, like, evil and stuff like Namor. Um, And heroes aren't exactly so, uh, you know, the goody two-shoes Boy Scouts anymore. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to what they have in store with these characters.
0: All right. Well, we've reached that part of the uh, the podcast episode where we like to involve the audience because, I mean, this is why we do this podcast. And so this week's audience question and obviously Chadwick Boseman is a integral. He's the heart of this film. Um, and obviously it was a huge void that was um, missing from this movie. But I feel like they they centered, obviously, this this this. Uh, story uh around uh the T'Challa character and so uh this week's audience question is what is your most memorable movie that's centered on a posthumous either actor or movie character and so um I feel like there's some pretty good recent ones um do you guys have a prominent one I guess I mean the one
2: that stood out to me like right away was just The Dark Knight mm-hmm. with Heath Ledger obviously he never got to see the movie, which is unfortunate because it's still like, uh, like either, you know, top five, like top three or my t- number one ultimate superhero movie, if not favorite movie of all time. So mm. it's unfortunate that he never got to see that
0: Joker performance. Yeah. That's definitely the first one that will inspire this question other than obviously Chadwick Bozeman, uh, do you have one AJ?
1: Um probably I would think of this one uh of Wakanda Forever because I basically grew up with the MCU and kind of growing up with Chadwick Boseman and growing up with the Black Panther and then for this to happen um I mean it's very unfortunate and uh, sometimes I I think that it's not real mm-hmm. you know I'm just, I just I just still can't believe it, but, uh, he impacted a lot of people, uh, people impacted a lot of the, the whole MCU. Um, but when I rewatched the MCU, a lot of the moments, especially in infinity war, it's like, it, like, oh man,
0: I know hits. Yeah. It hits. Um, I'll mention a, a, a recent, I actually have a couple, uh, real quick. Uh, the more recent one, and I think it's almost 10 years now, actually. Paul Walker from
3: fast and furious seven
0: um that one will definitely hit uh similarly just because they had that tribute to paul walker um at the end and they still you know make tributes to him in the franchise for all the for all the shit that we talk about that franchise it's still it's i feel like the the franchise there's been a huge hole um yeah. with without um without Paul Walker and so I definitely want to mention him uh an older one and, and I feel like you know we're we're all Asian here I mean we're we're family I didn't want to say it like Vin Diesel um Brandon Lee from The Crow uh mm. that one ah, man that was so tragic how how his life ended obviously during the uh the shoot sh- the the filming of the movie um, and it's, it's still pretty crazy that, uh, that happened. And obviously something similar to that happened re- uh, fairly recently in the last several months with, um, what was it? Alec Baldwin and that, and that whole thing. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty crazy. So.
2: Yeah. It's always a hard one. It's like, especially just freak accidents that come out of nowhere that those are, I don't
0: know. It's like, how do you monitor that? Yeah, in uh, Hollywood, exactly. So, um, I know that this was kind of a morbid topic, uh, but we definitely wanted to um, have this tribute to Chadwick Boseman. And so, if you think of any other um, actors that uh, that either passed away and the. You know prematurely and had a very memorable movie performance definitely we would like to hear about all that via email and that email is weekly pod at gmail.com so guys let's take a quick break
2: Okay, welcome back from the break. Let's jump into the Weekly Reel Awards. AJ, are you ready for this?
0: Are you ready for this? ready. Ready. (laughs) Are we going to do Bring It On? (laughs) Yeah, dude. Those aren't spear fingers. Oh, my God. We're we're mentioning all the movie franchises today. (laughs) That we've talked about. All right. The Language Award for
2: Best Holy Shit Moment, AJ. What's your winner for the language award? Killmonger. Oh,
1: is...
0: why you gotta take? I money? mean, no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> Whoops.
1: I mean, I was kind of expecting it. Really? But still, wow. I was like, yes, yes. It was, it was good. It was great. He was still instigating in the afterlife, which is great. Mm-hmm. He did not change. Yeah, <laughs> I, I loved it.
2: <laughs> See, like. I think the the timing of his like cameo too I did not expect it. Like I didn't think he was going to show up but even if I did expect it I feel like I was so immersed by that point in the movie that I wouldn't have expected it either way.
0: Yeah cuz obviously they were setting up uh Queen Ramonda to show up in the um uh, in the ancestral plane because obviously uh the two previous times that we visited in the original film Obviously T'Challa saw T'Chaka and then um Killmonger saw uh was it Njobu? I forgot his dad's name. I think it was Njobu. I forgot. Don't don't quote me on that. But uh Sterling <laughs> K. Brown. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh kind of going back to when we did our rewatch, I, that was really my favorite scene uh from that movie. Uh I thought that that was the part of the movie where you felt a little conflicted. And I just thought that the acting was so good between, um, it, uh, between Michael B. Jordan and, and the little kid version. And then in, in, in Jobu, I think that's his name. I'm still
2: sticking with that. Yeah. <laughs> See, and like, uh, like AJ said, I also like that he, his character didn't really change. It's like, Oh, everyone like forgave him because I had, he had this like, heartfelt moment at the end of black panther but what he did is still like inexcusable (laughs) like uh, what the way he was going about things so it's just um i'm glad he was still him (laughs) that's what makes him a great villain
0: and you could see like his rationale and Mm -hmm. i love the parallels between Mm a killmonger and shuri right ej
1: Oh yeah you can I mean also you can literally see it in her suit there's gold and silver in her suit which I like the nice little nice little touch
2: yeah yeah oh nice mixing a little bit of T'Challa she's and uh uh what's his name Eric Killmonger
1: Eric yeah. Killmonger yeah but cuz she's not exactly like T'Challa and we can see that cuz before she went into the Ancestral Plane she was she was mad
3: mm-hmm.
1: at the yeah. world and like she literally said she wants to burn the world Oh yeah,
0: I felt like that I was, was like, such ooh, an underrated a little, a little Killmonger scene. right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah that campfire scene. Oh, so good.
1: Mm, yeah, but I thought it was perfect that he was placed in there rather rather than um, her mom. I mean, I I, I kind of like thought like, oh, maybe he'll show up. But how how they set him up was was very good. I really thought that was probably was one of the best things about that movie. Ken,
0: okay, how about your winner? Um, I'm gonna kind of cheat and give like a two-parter because okay. really one's kind of like an honorable mention, but it sets up my actual one. Uh, round one between Akoya and Atuma. Oh my god, that mm. fight on the bridge! That especially that one scene where Atuma like literally pulls Akoya and like literally dislocates her shoulder. I felt that impact, and I remember when we watched it, Jeremy, mm. in the theater, everyone was like, "Oh." Oh my God. Holy shit. <laughs> you know, it, was, it brought back WWE. I have to bring it. Yeah. And where he's like, Holy shit. Holy shit. And I was like, Oh my God. That was like the impacts of that fight choreography. That scene was probably a top five, uh, hand to hand combat of the MCU so far. I think. Ooh, uh, maybe. top five. Ooh. That's pretty one-on-one.
2: I thought she was going to die.
0: One-on-one.
1: Yeah. I, I, I could see that, too. But, what was it? yeah, my theater went, ooh, and I felt it, too. I was like, ooh. I literally said that, too. And then her, uh, was it putting her arm back? Oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. And yeah. hearing it, she I was like, ooh, she's socket. a, yeah, she's like, she's one tough. Yeah. <laughs> like, we already know that she was tough, but doing that mid-fight. Plus, we got Vibranium some,
0: Weapon versus Vibranium Weapon. I don't think we've seen that before, right? No, no. And then she doesn't know who they are.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for oh, the fact oh, that we, we know completely. how like skilled the Dora Milaje are, for her to be like this guy to be putting up a fight against her is like, oh, uh-oh, kind of scary. Yeah,
0: I like I like the respect that they. it seemed like they both had for each other because, you know... There were times when Atuma could have killed the Koye because, like he, <laughs> he had her spear, but he kicked it right to her. I was like, "Oh, here yeah. we go." It, 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 it was kind of like a version of like when they had the ritual combat in the first one because, I mean, obviously different circumstances, but in terms of the the hand to hand, I felt like this was actually better than any of the fights in the first black panther i think and it happened to be a side scene it really didn't have any bearing on like the the main story really other than it was like a catalyst for my real one you like that little segue right <laughs> i love how obviously the the consequences of this fight were, was Okoye losing shuri and dude The holy shit moment was basically Queen Ramonda when, first of all, she strips Akoya of being the general Mm -hmm. of Wakanda and the Dora Milaje. But dude, like her acting was so good. It had my jaw drop when she did the whole, I am queen of the most powerful nation of the world and my entire family is gone. Have I not given everything? You said my that like a God. WWE line.
3: <laughs> yeah, dude.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, that was good. Angela Bassett absolutely murdered that scene. I feel like MCU will never, ever get like nominated for Best Actor or Actress, but I feel like this could probably be up there in terms of being not at least nominated. Yeah, so if,
2: I, if I were to give a Jensen award or underrated character, I would have given it to Queen Ramonda, Angela Bassett's character, easily.
0: So good. Had me going like, oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, my winner, though, I mean,
2: because you guys took all, I don't know, man, you took all my <laughs> already. But, um. <laughs> Whoops. So how it? Anyway, that's what happens. Um. It's more like a holy shit type of thing. It's like seeing the opening crawl of the Marvel Studios with just mm. Chadwick Boseman. Ooh. Sorry to bring the vibes down a little bit again, but Man. it's just like yeah. see like compared to like the Stan Lee version um, with like there's no music. It's very somber. It really sets the tone of the movie as well because we know what happened in real life and all that stuff. For that to, for that emotion to pour into the movie, um, just, I don't know, just seeing him on screen again is a little, it uh, yeah. gets you. Yeah. It does. Well, they they had that one
1: when he just passed away. Mm-hmm. They threw it onto Black Panther and Disney Plus. But that one, I believe that was with the uh, regular Marvel theme. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like oh he just passed away but like you know just like celebrating his his greatest moments but with this one I, I agree with it's just it's silence I mean it's just a, like a moment of silence for him yeah. you could hear a pin drop on the uh, in the movie theater but uh, it's I was like wow yeah,
0: especially it's, with the cold open with the mm. urgency of mm. Shuri trying to do whatever it took to try to within the story, you know, come up with a, you know, um, the synthetic heart-shaped herb and for that to end the way, you know, that we thought it was going to end. And then it goes into that whole, like, you know, the celebration of life and then right into that. I was like, oh, so many emotions to start the movie. And uh, man, that was, that was pretty tough to kind of like get through in that uh, I felt like waterworks were, um we're probably shed throughout the country and world yeah yeah yeah
2: this is a good moment though uh the next award i want to talk about is the with great power comes great responsibility award for saddest scene so uh i guess i'm now ruling that opening of marvel studios out but in the context <laughs> of the movie uh aj what's your uh, saddest scene
1: uh, I still had it for the uh, cold open because, like, you know, <laughs> I'm going. He's like, screw
0: your, <laughs> your, uh, I mean, your caveat. Cold open. I'm doing He's the like... first one.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm talking <laughs> about the Marvel no, Studios. No, because, like,
1: you know, yeah. what is it? You know, walking into this movie, we all know what's, what's going mm-hmm. on. But the, the urgency that you feel, it's like, oh, it's like it hits, it hits you again. And you can see that Shuri was trying her best to do whatever she can. And then when she had something and it came to uh, to the Queen and and you already, like, you can already see in her face, she she literally doesn't have to say anything. And you already already can feel it. And then sometimes I felt like not only it was the actors and actresses acting, it was like their own person, uh, their own personal emotions uh, going through with their own character. Not that saying it was like a bad thing, but like they all loved him and and i'm sure it was just real emotion for him on on the screen from what we what we saw
2: yeah it's uh you definitely felt it through the screen like there was obviously um like chemistry between all the cast so i wouldn't be surprised if uh, it, it clearly shows that he had an effect on his uh castmates so ken uh what's your saddest scene
0: Okay. Originally, uh, I I was thinking of doing the final scene before the mid credits scene, mm-hmm. but I feel like that was very similar, you know, with the way kind of like the movie bookends, you know, the beginning and the end, uh, because you know you get Shuri kind of letting go with uh, the you know the funeral garment and, and with the whole ritual that her mom was trying to get her to do uh in the very big uh towards the beginning of the movie uh uh in front of that campfire but i will choose the one after you know the mid credits uh, just the reveal that Toussaint Toussaint uh, part of my french um the kid that we first meet uh as there was like two two little girls and the little boy that greet um that greet queen ramonda when she visits uh nakia in, in haiti we find out that toussaint and is actually secretly prince t'challa and i feel like the whole audience uh in yes i watched it three times all three viewings were i mean they were already coming off of the mo- the end montage where again it ended in silence And then they were kind of gathering themselves after the Rihanna song um, hit, you know, the main theme song. And then for them to reveal uh, Prince T'Challa, son Mm -hmm. of King T'Challa, I felt like it just broke open the waterworks again. And I just felt like that one was just, oh my goodness. It was was so, like, heartbreaking, but at the same time, it was like, Whoa! I should have seen this coming i i don't want to step on other your guys's feelings on what you guys thought but i totally didn't see that coming even though upon you know other re, uh the second and third viewings i was like oh they're, they actually dropped some breadcrumbs <laughs> see, like
2: i i kind of felt it that uh that reveal was going to happen when uh the queen and Shuri were at the lake, right? And then it's like, oh, your brother had a secret. And then we, vi- uh, she visits Nakia later on. I was like, oh, she's gonna have a son, dude. She's gonna have a son. I feel it <laughs> because it's like she wouldn't be leaving like Wakanda for no reason. Um,
0: Did you think uh, it would have been that uh, Toussaint, the you know the little kid
2: actor? I didn't even know. Like I didn't yeah. pay attention to that kid. Okay. So it's like, um, yeah, I didn't expect that though. I didn't watch it. I didn't get to watch it three times to,
0: to get those details. <laughs> yeah, I, I only put it all together after after the fact. I was like, "Oh, was that the kid?" And I was like, "Oh, is that the secret?" Oh, that was the secret. Dang it! I put everything together after the fact. Um, How would you feel about when, that, scene, um, EJ?
1: When so I know the cameras focus on Shuri during the review, like the first few seconds of it, and you saw the you saw Nakia and. Some kid at the in the background, and I was watching with Eric and me and Eric went, "Oh my god!" Like we already knew, like, "Oh my!" And I think it's just me and him were like freaking out there. Everyone was like, "What?" <laughs> like look, they're looking, at and we're like, "No way, no way!" And then when they officially uh, said it, I was like, "Yes, let's go!" But um, I'm excited. It's it's the future right there. It's the future MCU right there
2: yeah there you Mm -hmm. go i mean then again they recasted um cassie from antwin wasp so if they ever like want to do a time jump again
0: they could prince (laughs) t'challa they could i mean it's not like we don't have multi-universes or a multiverse that's true (laughs) what if what if exactly
2: uh my winner I mean, would have been I, like my winner was probably the the death of Queen Ramonda, just oh, the way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. like we talked we haven't talked that much about Riri Williams. R- I can't even say that fast. <laughs> Riri Williams. Riri uh, Williams, she saved her, and I did not like when they started doing um you know, CPR on both of them. I'm like, it's over. One of them's dead, and we know it's not going to be Riri Williams, um, no. and. I thought it was so sad just because it was so unexpected that uh, Shuri would lose her brother and mom in the same movie. And for her to like, we already saw a funeral scene in the beginning of the movie. And now we're having another funeral scene in, like in the middle of the movie or towards like maybe the end of the second act. Um, it just was like, dang, Shuri is going through it right now. And it, I guess that's what makes for a good movie. But it just like it hits you.
0: Yeah, like um, f- well, for for me, like oh, I, I I guess I could share this um this story. Uh, during my wait, which which viewing was uh, this? It was my third viewing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was watching with another uh, a different group of friends, and and it was their first time watching. And when they showed that one shot after the water grenades, uh, that uh, Namor through at uh, Queen Ramonda and, and Riri, uh, Riri Williams. Now you got me a <laughs> <Fun> <laughs> you got me, uh, second-guessing myself with uh, pr- the pronunciation. But when they showed that one scene where she's kind of floating underwater, Queen Ramonda, mm-hmm. and then she's got her eyes closed. And then for that brief couple of seconds, uh, my friends were basically saying, No! No, we they're basically protesting. It's like, no, we don't want to lose, whatchamacallit, mm. and for them to actually show her waking up and then her saving Riri Williams and, you know, basically from drowning or, you know, basically just floating into, you know, just drowning. And then for us to go through that roller coaster of, oh, she's alive and she saved someone mm-hmm. and only to die... It just make it it made it hit hard, especially as Shuri was coming in and Okoye was like saying, Hey, back up and again, I think the writing again was on the why. I agree, um, Jeremy. That was like, Oh no. Oh, are we gonna lose Queen Ramonda? We're not gonna lose Angela Bassett too, are we? I know. We it was it was a
2: lot. And the fact that they cut away to like the funeral right after it's like, it, because at first it's like, no, she's not dead. She's not dead. And then they show the fun like in the funeral garment skin. I'm like,
1: it's
3: over.
2: It's like, I can't handle this anymore. And this one was
1: more, oh. So, and her funeral was more, uh, it was more, uh, somber. somber. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because with, with T'Challa, every, it was like a celebration. Mm-hmm. But with her, like, following an attack by the Talokan, it's like, like night and day, kind of.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was. I guess it was hard to, you know, celebrate her death when it happened in Wakanda. You know. Yeah. Uh, the next award is the Avengers Assemble Award for favorite scene. Uh, AJ, favorite scene.
1: Uh, definitely for when Shuri becomes the Black Panther. Yeah. <laughs> well, what really led to it. Because she really did not want to be the Black Panther. He, she just wanted to be the, the guy in the chair, you know. She, she really heavily relied on her technology, which I, I guess she's, she's one of the greatest with it. But what led to it was um, the queen, uh, the queen dying, and then Namor had this cold line. I hate to say it oh, yeah. during like this really sad scene. He said, "You're the." you're the queen. oh no he says like mourn your losses you're the queen now yeah flies away that was good and i'm like this guy i know that was is good. ooh one of the greatest one of the greatest one one of the best feelings in my opinion still he literally euro and said that <laughs> within five minutes <laughs> he euros Oh yeah when he said you're the queen now i felt it mm. wow yeah
0: that that was that was harsh <laughs> oh, that was yeah. so messed yeah. up. Dang. And, and she and he looked right at her and pointed at her too. As she, as yeah. He dove away. Jeez. Yeah, that a was dick. cold. No, <laughs> it's cold blooded.
2: yeah cause he went from like sometimes like, Oh, this guy's not a bad guy to killing her mom,
0: so Yeah. And, wa- and watch I mean, he- <laughs> and watched her drown.
2: And watched her yeah, yeah. It's like someone get Aquaman over here. <laughs>
1: You know. I mean, he literally tried to stab her through the glass through the window.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I was like, Ooh. Before all the bombs. Before all the Yeah, he comes back with a lot of bombs. Like, oh, that's happening.
0: Well, hey. for me, um, my winner for the Avengers Assemble Award, I mean, AJ already touched on it. It's the Killmonger scene just because of hmm. the shock value. But... Just so that we're talking about something different, um, I guess the aftermath of that, I really liked the Shuri-Killmonger parallels where really she did everything. And and you could kind of see, it's something that you alluded to how with Phase 4, Jeremy, you, you said that you're liking how villains you could kind of see they're setting up like kind of, I don't want to say good qualities, but you could kind of see their point of view. Uh, whereas then now the heroes aren't necessarily like m you know, hundred percent goody two shoes. You, you saw all the tragedy that Shuri had to go through and you really, really empathize with her and you do not blame her for like wanting mm-hmm. to have vengeance um, for all of the tragic events that happened um, during this film and so I love the fact that she was just basically Killmonger reincarnated for 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 half of an act <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean and that half of an act is like I love that transformation because you saw how you saw how even M'Baku like uh, during the um, during the funeral of Queen Ramonda it's like what was the line he was like with all you've gone through you you're basically not a child or or, or what mm, yeah you know you know what i'm talking about and so i just love the character development of shuri throughout this film um and ah man that brief second where it's like oh is he is she gonna kill namor and then she obviously stops herself um so good yeah i, I, I love that near heel turn i just love it
2: yeah the I don't feel this darkness. Like, even even though she didn't kill Namor at the end, I just feel like that there's still this darkness in the character that mm-hmm. could be possibly expanded upon, carried over into future projects. Same with Spider Man. I felt mm-hmm. both ways. Like, there's a little bit of darkness that these characters are carrying now into the future MCU. So, good I agree. That's good a good one. one. Though. Um,. My favorite scene is actually the Queen, Ramonda, and Shuri by the lake. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit underrated, Ooh, I, I like feel that. like, but there's so much to that scene where it, obviously it ends with Namor showing up, but there's so many parallels and things that are set up in that scene. Um, you know, her wanting to burn the world, uh, kind of <laughs> foreshadowing her <laughs> Killmonger-esque tendencies. Um You've got just a lot of the vengeance stuff, right? Where she also, when she doesn't kill Namor, uh, she kind of quotes um, T'Challa from Civil War. I love yeah. that. That was probably yeah. my favorite quote. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everything's set up in that scene. Without this scene, it, it just you don't see this... Uh, kind of blossom into whatever we get in for the rest of the movie it's like that that's where it really started for me to buy into that shuri is, is our main character of the movie
0: and and to add to that do you guys remember it, within that same scene um when queen Ramonda was basically basically telling shuri of how like she can at times feel T'Challa's presence or whatever. Mm. And hella jaded uh, Shuri just shut that down. It's like, oh no, it's, it's, uh, she basically took a scientific approach to that. It's no, 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 it's not real. It's just your mind making this up to make yeah. you, to make yourself feel better, comf- comfort yourself. And I remember when that happened, again, during my third viewing. My friends were like, "Damn, that's hella messed up." (laughs) Yeah, because you know her mom is
2: still mourning too, and it's like your way of grieving is not valid. Oh, I know
0: (laughs) that was was kind (laughs) of messed up. Damn, (laughs) jeez. But no, I mean you're right. I feel like if that scene doesn't work, the rest of the movie doesn't work.
2: Yeah, because it's a lot of emotions. A lot of emotions uh our yeah, next it was pretty underrated. Oh yeah, what are you saying, AJ? Oh
1: sorry, it, it was pretty underrated cuz without that it wouldn't really tie a lot of things together better. Yeah, I
2: well, the way they tied it into the first Black Panther and Civil War, I think is is huge. Good good writing from Ryan Coogler on this with this movie. Uh I
0: the next I want to shout out Mbaku. <laughs> Oh no! What were you saying, AJ? Sorry.
1: I wanted to shout out Mbaku with his his line, his one uh, one-liners throughout the movie. Yeah, he definitely he
2: uh, Mbaku definitely wasn't as prominent in this movie, unfortunately. But he, you know, he still had his presence felt.
1: That's true. That is true. His like <laughs> fishman.
2: Fish yeah, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> All right, guys, let's play Guess the Run Tomato Score because. I'm ready to up this lead. My uh, I am up 17. Ken is at 7. And the guests are at 5. So AJ has a chance to get the guests above Ken. Why you gotta, right? Why you got to say it like that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is it not true? <laughs> it is very true. I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened in this episode. No, you Go gotta ahead, be AJ. confident, Ken.
2: You gotta be confident. AJ, I feel like he's always, he's pretty on point with these MCU movies. I, I know,
0: in- man. That's why Maybe, that's what I'm worried I about.
2: Know. Maybe I should be a critic myself. I don't know. <laughs> uh, AJ, since you are the guest, you will guess first. I put in an eighty-eight. 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 Okay, mm-hmm. Ken. Okay. 91: I guessed
0: 93.: Oh Ooh.
2: Whoa, it's, it's usually
0: me. Yeah, you're yeah, I'm scoring: the, You're, the, you're the ballerina Russian judge.:
3: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, I am pulling
2: it up, and here we go. this is it, with a tomato meter with 359 reviews is at. Eighty four percent on Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
2: so AJ you get full three points. Ken you get the one point. Unfortunately for me, I don't oh. get any points. Oh <laughs> at least a... <laughs> at least we got closer. <laughs> uh, this but the audience score is actually ninety five percent. Really? Well Yeah, is it eighty four? Yeah, eighty four and ninety five.
0: You know what? I, I think that's, now that I think about it. I feel yeah. like the critics probably thought that the Namor uh backstory probably dragged the movie a little bit. It did kind of come out of nowhere to be fair. Yeah. And if you're not like a I guess a fan of the MCU, then you probably didn't care for it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I felt like at that no, I point
0: thought... I liked his
2: motivation already. Yeah. I guess
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he wanted to just protect yeah. his his home world and people.
2: Yeah, I got it. Pretty good reason. Pieces together. Yeah. Uh, the updated scores. I am still at seventeen. Ken, you're at eight. As well as the guests are at eight. Oh, I'm still in second place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Last award of the night, guys. The I love you three thousand award. Rating it from one to three thousand, and. Um, you know, you could kind of ballpark wherever your uh, ranking is in the MCU. So, AJ, you can go first. Oh, you want me to do the 3,000 first? Or... Yeah. yeah, we go to the 3,000 first.
1: Okay. I, I put a 2,700, but uh 90%, I believe hmm. my math is correct. I hope so. <laughs> I I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I mean, no more. I'm very excited to uh, see more of him. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a no, no more. more? <laughs> no you no want more? to see no more? more, more of Namor. more.
0: No- Wait, so you, so you don't want to see him? Say no, no, no.
2: Ken, what's your rating? But I was like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, well, how about where where he would kind of ballpark it? Do you want to ballpark it now, AJ, or do you want to ballpark it altogether? Uh I would
1: put it. In the my lower top tier uh top ten. Lower top ten.
2: Lower top ten. What's in your what's kind of in your lower top ten? Other movies? Um what is it? Did you like it? Iron more? Man Two Iron Man. No.
0: <laughs> whoa. Iron Man Two. Whoa, Iron no, Man. That's, no. that's a extremely hot, hot take. take. <laughs> Very hot take. Did you like it um, more or um,
2: less than the first Black Panther? That's
1: the thing, because um, I feel like they're two different, two different movies, and you can't really well, because Chadwick's not there. And I, I, I was, conv- I, know, I was
0: conflicted I was, with that too. Yeah, I was thinking about that the yeah, entire I was like, time.
1: I, I really enjoyed both, but. I don't know. I still pick. I still have Black Panther pretty high up there in my in my list. So I could I could probably say that I enjoyed the first one more, but uh, I just think they're two different movies. So it's kind of hard to compare mm. the, to compare them. I mm. could agree with that.
3: All
1: well, right. so much so but, that um, oh, good. No, but it, like my my lower top ten is probably like. Uh, like around Avengers, the first Avengers, and
2: uh like uh Iron Man, well, kind
1: of that realm. The first
2: Iron Man. Mm-hmm. That's a good place to good place to be. It sounds like.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll see. I don't know. I I might be in that like kind of new movie, kind
0: of recency bias. Uh,
1: yeah, the recency bias. But uh, I think it might stay around there, around the, the lower top 10. Well, yeah, I can see that.
0: Can. I feel like uh, AJ and I are... I don't know, we're kind of vibing with this because mm-hmm. that's exactly really where I have it. <laughs> well, first, my I Love You 3000. Okay, so in the basically 2022 space, in terms of Movies, I was like, okay, did I enjoy this more than all the other movies so far in 2022? I mean, we're pretty late in the year, too. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where this will ultimately end up. It's in my top three movies of 2022. And with that, I gave this a 2733, slightly above AJ at 91.1%. Okay. And for my MCU ranking, I have it right at eight. Black Panther Wakanda Forever is right below. Well, I kind of I told these guys offline in sneak preview. We're actually gonna be revealing our whole rankings, Jeremy and I. So stay tuned for that video. But my revamped rankings at number seven above that. Uh, above Wakanda Forever is Captain America Civil War. And right below it, I actually dropped Thor Ragnarok to nine. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> Dang, that's pretty high. <gasps> yeah. Well, I feel like uh, the emotional stakes are, it, again, apples and oranges, <laughs> if you're comparing Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Dang. and Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> Obviously, Thor Ragnarok, much more rewatchable. Um, but I feel like in terms of storytelling, uh, Wakanda forever, I feel like blows Thor Ragnarok away.
2: Mm, okay.
0: I can see that.
2: I can see that. Um, def. I love the way Wakanda forever looks. Also, it feels like a real movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes there are some shots in Ragnarok. I'm like, oh, you know, it's a little cheesy. Little you can tell uh, it's just a green screen background whatever. Right. Um, And
0: and if you're if you're considering the baggage that Wakanda forever and like expectations coming off the success of the the first one, plus having to write around losing your main like Ryan Coogler literally had to rewrite this on the fly because of the death of Chadwick Boseman. I kind of give a little bit of extra bonus points for that
2: uh okay my do, rating is gonna probably be the harshest then yeah i i put it at a 22 out of 3000 76 i consider rewatchability a huge part of my scoring system i guess um not saying it was a bad move i really enjoyed it i really really like the first black panther a lot it's in my top 10 from what i remember yeah. uh Wakanda forever I put it between like my number 14 the Avengers the first Avengers and 15 Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness so it's like it's really hard to like crack my top 10 I feel like Mm -hmm. Um, I really like the movie but uh, I really missed Chadwick Boseman in the lead role yeah I like Shuri I like all the characters uh, I like what they what they did with them, but for it really felt like I was watching supporting characters most of the time until Shuri like really started to develop her character. So by the end of this movie, I think she can carry like the. Um, I'm more convinced, like especially if I were probably if I were to rewatch it.
3: Yeah,
0: I could see that. Yeah. Plus, I, I feel like Namor was a a really good villain. I think I think AJ and I just like them a little bit more than than you. And so again, I feel like villain. I feel like that's the reason why I have Black Panther still. Uh, I think it's still in my top five uh, because of Killmonger.
3: Ooh, I feel like know,
0: movies are so good because of of a good villain.
2: I'm gonna bring up something a little later, but Ken. Do you want us to? Do you want to preview of what we're going to watch for next week?
0: Yes, of course. Next week, we meet a young boy named Hogarth Hughes who befriends an alien giant robot. However, a government agent is dead set on destroying the giant robot in the 1999 Brad Bird film, The Iron Giant. And so next week, we will be, it'll be the first of a three-episode miniseries where me, Jeremy, and Andrea, yes, that same Andrea who's been on our 10 Things I Hate About You, High School Musical 2, and most recently our Josie, the Tiger and the Fish uh, podcast episodes. Well, you know what? We will be sharing personal childhood favorite movies of ours. I feel like, you know, we want to kind of switch things up for season five, um, give uh, our... Uh, what our guilty pleasure series uh, a little of uh, mm-hmm. a little bit of a break and so we try to do a complete 180 and share some of our favorite childhood movies and you know what the iron giant just happens to be one of jeremy's childhood movies of all time one of his favorites uh, isn't that right jeremy yeah i mean i haven't watched it that many times but it,
2: i remember being a kid and really enjoying this movie especially because you know he's a big giant robot. Um, <laughs> you know, my childhood consisted of a lot of Terminator and RoboCop. So this is the most, and, and high school musical <laughs> to put all those in the same sentence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and yeah, Teen Titans. What a great selection. <laughs> so, <laughs> so putting Iron Giant on the table, I feel like is uh, a good movie to share with Andrea and Ken. Cause I haven't seen it in a bit, uh, but I remember really enjoying it. Um, and it's not like a rated R movie
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to consider and, yeah. for my childhood movie. J- just like Jeremy said, I-, I haven't seen it. I don't think Andrea's is, uh, Andrea has seen it either. Uh, well, actually, no, it's just me, right? Yeah, yeah. Next week, it'll just be me. But oh, I haven't okay. seen it yet. Yeah. But um, yeah, well, we're going to do three straight episodes where uh, the three of us will be sharing a favorite um, childhood movie of ours. And by the way, The Iron Giant... Available to rent on the usual suspects Amazon, Apple, YouTube, Redbox, etc. etc.
2: Yep, AJ. Uh, before we close out some of the uh episode and our final thoughts on Black Panther Wakanda Forever, uh, where can they share? Where can they find you on the social media if you want to share that? You can mainly find me on the Instagrams. <laughs> Just really
1: Instagram Uh, I mean if you like to Keep seeing some plain pictures Plain videos Anything Something with a wing I'm your
0: guy With his aviators on Yeah
1: With the aviators on And watching uh, Top Gun For like the
0: millionth time (laughs) Well at least you can add Top Gun Maverick into the rotation (laughs) Yeah I mean,
1: this is that one and the Top Gun, just in uh, unlimited rotation. Yep.
0: Yeah, just like Casey Neistat and seconds. Godfather uh, and Godfather Part Two.
1: Yep. <laughs> I am actually trying to figure out how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and where do
2: I have a space in my room to do that? Ooh, yeah. Shoot. Just have the the volleyball scene and the the football scene on repeat. That would make it very weird in your room. <laughs> He's having it in the background.
1: Yeah. I'm like, oh, what? What do I'm like oh, don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> you never close your eyes. Have you pulled that move yet?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and neither confirm nor deny. There you go. Hey. <laughs> yeah, we'll make sure we leave that in the episode notes. Ken?
0: Yeah. We shall. Uh, for me, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at FreeKenA.
2: And for me, uh, go check out uh, the end of yesterday on YouTube. My short film. Gonna keep saying that the end of yesterday. Go check it out.
0: Definitely, so good.
2: All right, final thoughts on Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Did we? Uh, did we forget anything? I know I forgot something. It's kind of like a nitpick.
0: Um, I feel like Riri Williams, uh, I, I, I like the, some of the parallels that Tony Stark had to kind of deal with. Uh, the Mark one suit was very, uh, familiar looking and, uh, some of the scenes that they did show, uh, were, you know, were huge callbacks to the first Iron Man. And again, I feel like it's in each of ours top 10. And I think for Jeremy, it's in, top 2 still i think i'm assuming yeah, maybe top 3 3 probably yeah, 3 sup- i think yeah but um i i don't know it even though it was kind of different it still made me uh miss tony stark just because man i love i love him 3000
2: man oh man D- did we miss anything else aj um
1: well, I just really love M'Baku's one-liners. <laughs> well, it's just really going... To, everybody was actually just trying to roast Okoya the entire
0: movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the Fenty. Uh, <laughs> I told you! It doesn't match. I told you!
3: <laughs> I love that scene in the
0: dorm room. That, uh, that, was, oh, was, that was so creepy. good. Uh, for oh, me,
3: I
2: had a nitpick with fear. the final battle. I know the final battle also was kind of like wonky looking in the first Black Panther. I think on paper I liked the final battle of the first Black Panther better than this one. I liked the scene on the beach a lot, but the one where it's on like on the ship in like clear like bright day oh, yeah, yeah. ocean, yeah. like I really wish they they made yeah. it a little bit more cinematic on that boat. Either have it like at nighttime some different time of the day, maybe some rain, maybe some Golden waves, hour. you know? <laughs> yeah. Something like, like, just like what Deadpool say. Yeah. You would
1: have thought Big that the, the uh, out fight coming out.
0: <laughs> you would have thought that the Talokans would, uh, use their sea advantage a little bit more.
2: Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like just the way it looked, uh, just wasn't, didn't feel like a, the, a third act battle to me in the MCU. It felt very small. At least the, the, the beach scene between Namor and Shuri made up for it. it. That looked really good, but the stuff on the
0: ship was kind of weak for me. Mm. Uh, one, one, uh, one word answer, uh, from each of you. I just wanted to ask you who would win in a, uh, one-on-one Namor or Aquaman?
2: <laughs> oh man.
0: And I'm talking about, uh, Jason Momoa versus, uh, What's, what's the actor's name for Namor?
2: Oh, shoot. What is the actor's name for Namor? I uh, forgot.
0: It you're, is. You're,
2: you're not talking t- about Alan Richen's um, Smallville Aquaman?
0: <laughs> 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 no. Well, oh, Tenoch uh, Huerta. Okay. Um, so basically the most recent iterations of both characters. Who wins Ooh. in a one-on-one? He
2: can fly, though. Namor can fly. That's hard. And, Mermaid Man. And he's a Mer- god. <laughs> Mermaid Man. <He>, Mermaid. <laughs> Barnacle Boy wins. And Mermaid the Man and Barnacle Boy. <laughs> uh, I am i I'm gonna say Aquaman because he's Jason Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> and he fought Darkseid, okay? Like Shuri is not Darkseid um. and he, he survived. Well, he just Superman. got he just got
3: outsmarted.
2: <laughs> just kind of
0: <laughs> well Darkseid doesn't have vibranium oh. just kidding mm. yeah i would say no
1: more
3: oh, i'm going to
0: the t- do, do i do i got to break the tie
1: because he i haven't seen a superhero euro step like <laughs> it's so amazing to me <laughs>
0: Wait, where's this battle taking place? Uh, Should we stay in the water?
1: Yeah, I mean, they're both water. Oh, yeah, that's also very important. Uh.
0: Man. Mm. I feel like underwater, it's Aquaman, for obvious reasons. I mean, it's in his name. But uh, on land, definitely Namor would definitely make him Mm. (laughs) Namor.
2: Tell that to Jason Momoa. You took a picture with him.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, he was drunk. He probably didn't know I was there. <laughs> <laughs> probably was, thought it was a dream. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it was like towards the end of the day too. He was like, "Just get the, just get me the f out of here." <laughs> 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 oh shoot!
2: All right, guys. Any I, I actually
0: have a hot take. Oh Oh, you have a
1: hot take? take? Oh, we, I want to hear I, it. Oh I, uh, yeah, I have a hot take. I thought. I didn't really like Riri
2: realms that much. Really?
3: I don't think it's that. Hard I don't know if that's a take.
2: To... I thought she was just uh, okay. She you know what it is though? <laughs> we just watched Black Adam. I... <laughs> so like kid characters, that, that yeah. vibe. Yeah. I was like, Oh, she's a million times better than that kid in Black Adam. So yeah. it's like comparable <laughs> Possible's good enough for me. But yeah, I can No, I, can see I mean it. I mean, I liked her. She, I
1: thought she was funny. I mean, she literally called O'Keya Ash, Ashy. <laughs> like, she was, she was funny. But I just think that um, her backstories, or her writing of, writing her into the MCU, I think, could have
0: done a little better. I think, I think they're saving that for the show. Yeah. Because uh, probably, they touched on yeah. it. Um, obviously, I think we're going to sure. get more of the car. And we'll probably delve mm-hmm. into that um, into her relationship with her dad. Yeah.
2: That
0: makes sense. Yeah. Plus Hopefully. I mean she goes to MIT and I'm sure she was a beneficiary of the Civil War, MIT things like, oh, your all your projects are funded.
2: Oh yeah. I didn't think Remember that. Bring some eggs.
0: Well, Tony.
2: <laughs> Tony's still doing <laughs> his thing.
0: Tony Stank. <laughs> Tony Stank. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, final call, last call, guys.
0: With the, well, you know what? Obviously, I I just wanted to just quickly mention. I'm curious if Chadwick Boseman was were still alive, where the story would have gone. Oh, that's we'll that's never know. Yeah. We'll never know.
2: I bet they have scripts out there that maybe are like unfinished. Or whatever, but I, I'm sure that there is a, a Google Doc somewhere with that uh, Black Panther with Chad Boseman. Yeah,
0: because if Ryan Kugler was able to rewrite it to make a story this coherent, I'm sure the uh, the original like uh, the original story was even tighter and probably would have had just as much impact, even without a tragic passing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Ryan Coogler needs to do more um, different projects. I think too. Yeah, because he he's not doing the next Creed. So yeah, I I would love to see to see him do the uh do another MCU like uh, property. Ooh, maybe Captain America: No World, uh, New World Order. Oh, that would have been Ooh, that, that would have been. At least and have they attached it? anyone to that? I think they have writers. Oh. They should just fire all of them. Just give it to... <laughs> heck, right. give it, You know what? Give Ryan Coogler Blade, since they're having problems writing uh, Blade. That's true. That's true.
2: There you go. Well, guys... You're
0: welcome, Kevin, You're welcome, Kevin Feige. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Hire him.
3: Yeah,
2: seriously. Th- I just want to say thank you to AJ once again for being almost like our... I feel like you're tied with some other people right now for most appearances on the podcast so far, but you're pretty up there. So thanks again, once uh, for joining us on the podcast.
1: I would like to thank you for the invitation. When I got the invitation for this one, I was like, especially, of course, of course I would go for this one. Of course, but uh, I still feel like I'm new, but at the same time, like I did all of, all of those episodes, but it's always, it's always a fun time, and I'm always looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to uh, future projects if you'll have me back again.
2: Top Final three. question for you. Top Gun 3. Yeah, Top Gun 3 in 20 years. Um, <laughs> what MCU movie are you looking forward to the most in the near future? The next one. Just kidding.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> the next
3: M- one. It's
2: like... What?
0: Guardians three—that's a Spider-Man movie. We're talking about because <laughs> <laughs> Daredevil will be in it and Kingpin. Oh, hmm. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> Drawing them no, I kind of want to. I'm looking forward to the the new Captain America: New World Order because the New World Order because I really like the uh, just uh, not exactly street level, but more just secret governments mm-hmm. and all that secret agents. Uh, I, that's my favorite aspect of, of Marvel. And I'm not going to lie, Falcon and Winter Soldier kind of left a big hole for me in this mm. in this phase. And I, I thought it was going to be good, but I was kind of disappointed by it. Hmm. Ooh,
0: don't but don't uh, tell Jeremy that. He loved it. Yeah, I know. It. I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> there are definitely hey, some... it, had, it had its moments. Yeah. I feel like, you know, since you mentioned that, Oh, man I feel like there's like we could just keep talking about the MCU. The fact that they set up Val because we never mentioned her as an ex to Everett Ross and now she's the CIA new CIA director um, that that'll be interesting moving forward, especially with now Everett Ross being a fugitive.
1: Yeah, man. I thought one of the uh, members of the uh, Thunderbolts is breaking him out.
0: Man, it's never wrong. I just
1: see I just see the Red Guardian. I'm like, are we about to see the Red Guardian in the Black Panther movie? <laughs> that would be very weird. That would be so random.
2: <laughs> I am looking forward to the Thunderbolts though, just because uh, Red Guardian he always says he's gonna fight Captain America. Maybe he can fight uh, U.S. Agent, and you know he was he was Captain America at one point. Yeah. But guys. I'm going to end the episode, and we could talk forever about the MCU. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, AJ, for hopping on once again. I know we'll have you back. Of course. Thank you. No, I can't wait for the next one. (laughs) And Ken, we'll see you next week on Iron Giants. On the Reel.